on RSN Central. Harness Heroes with Dan Maliki. This champion pacer of the 1990s was a son of successful sire What's Next out of the broodmare Karina Poplar. He made his rivals green with envy and had a golden reign over a number of star pacers in a classic period. Co-trainers Noel Alexander and partner Jane Davies received the yearling to be known as Paulie from owners and friends Don Collins and John McLeish. With a race name of Golden Rain, he made the track early and was up and going for the rich Australian Gold two-year-old series of 1992, winning the $300,000 final at Harold Park and provided driver Chris Elford with his very first Group 1 winner. Elford would partner him in 59 of his 62 starts. Paulie was unplaced just once in his two-year-old year and came back even better as a three-year-old and from 14 starts that season won nine races, including the Victoria Derby, defeating young Mr Charles and Shandon. And he also took the Australian Derby at Mooney Valley. He had 10 starts as a four-year-old and won the first of two Cranbourne Cups and was given a taste of Grand Circuit action, but it was to be in his five-year-old year that he blossomed. Golden Rain took the Kilmore Cup in October, then followed the Tasmanian Pacing Championship, Truer Memorial and South Australian Cup before taking on a field of stars in the Victoria Cup on February 4th, 1995. Golden Rain held together, a neck away master musician, the outside, he couldn't cross Golden Rain, under pressure, desperate comment, three wide, Blossom Lady in the centre, here comes Choken now, he pulls out four wide, followed by Night Rainbow, Hanya's under pressure, Sinbad Bay needs a run, followed by Weona Warrior, then exceptionally smooth, You Wish and Magic Fella is back at the tail, Golden Rain comes to the turn though, in the health he died, tried Victoria Cup, a metre and a half in front, 220 metres out, third quarter, 29.8, Master Musician running a bold race on the outside, he's joining Golden Rain, four metres away, Blossom Lady, followed by Choken, towards the 150, whips are cracking, Golden Rain a neck in front, Master Musician wearing him down on the outside, Golden Rain just in front, Master Musician is trying very hard, Golden Rain finding something that he's got there. Golden Rain, what a champion, has won by a metre to maybe master musician from Sinbad Bay. What a race. The next assignment was the holy grail of harness racing, the Inter-Dominion in New Zealand. He won his first round heat, but was knocked down in the second round, finishing ninth. So needed a good performance in the final round of heats to assure qualification. And that he did, winning easily, and went into the grand final at Christchurch's Addington Raceway as one of the main contenders. 800 metres to go, they go down the back and Lento by a length and a quarter. Victor Supreme, here's the sprint. Look at Golden Rain go round them. He's going around them at 100 miles an hour. He's pushed out very wide by Blossom Lady. In behind them, we own a warrior, young Mr Charles and Choken. Blossom Lady just broke, went back on Mar Master Musician, Blossom Lady, she's out of it. She's in a bad gallop. Master Musician was checked out of it. They race round the turn, 400 to go. Lento by a neck. Here's Victor Supreme coming at it. Wider out of the track, Golden Rain. He's flat for Chris Alford. Choken starting to come into it. We own a Warriors looking for the gap in the inside. Young Mr. Charles also. Wider out of the track, desperate comment. It's Victor Supreme. Here's Golden Rain coming again. Wider out to Choken, further out to Desperate comment, it's Golden Rain. Victor 
Supreme trying to hold it out. Golden Rain by a head. Under the urgings of Chris Elford, Golden Rain gave his all to take the Melbourne Cup of Harness Racing. He was crowned Australian Horse of the Year in 1995 and Grand Circuit Champion. Soon after his first up run from a spell as a spring six-year-old in October 1995, a paddock accident severely injured the stallion with his hocks cut so badly he required more than 30 stitches. He was off the track for 13 months and was never quite the same horse. He did win a free-for-all at Mooney Valley and then fittingly his second hometown cup, the 1987 Cranbourne Cup, then understanding start conditions, driven by John Keldo off the back mark of 50 metres. That was to be his final victory. To that stage of his career, he had filled a top three placing in 48 of his 54 starts. He continued to battle with injury throughout the latter part of his career and was unplaced at his final eight starts. He had medium-level success as a sire. He was inducted into the Victorian Hall of Fame in 2011 as one of the best and toughest pacers Australia had seen. The mighty Golden Rain won 28 races and was placed a further 20 times and won almost $1.2 million in stake money. Join me again at the same time next week as we take a journey down memory lane for another episode of Harness Heroes. Love these segments, Harness Heroes. Well done to you, Dan. And Golden Rain, what a superstar he was. And his co-trainer, Jane Davis, now joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Jane, or afternoon to you, Jane. Yeah, good morning, fellas. How are you? Yeah, great, Jane. Well, did you enjoy reliving that? I'm sure they're races you would have heard many, many, many times, but it would never get old, would it? No, no, you certainly get a thrill every time you hear the race, for sure, that's for sure. Jane, what was he like as a horse? Um, look, he, as a two-year-old, he was a very laid-back, sort of lazy sort of horse. Um, had a little bit of a gait, hitch in his gait as a young horse, and um, as he got older, he... Um, he come out of that, and uh, yeah, it wasn't until really till I took him to New Zealand for the Inters that he realised he was a bull, and um, he actually woke up. Yeah, I had a lot of trouble with him in New Zealand. He um, he started to walk, and he wouldn't stop actually all day. As soon as the sun come up, he'd start walking up and down his yard, and then and when the sun set, he'd, he'd rest, and then soon soon as sure enough, it's the next day he'd be walking up and down his yard all day. So. He, um, yeah, woke up that he was a stallion and, uh, yeah, he did definitely changed. Well, that was the transition, I, I gather, because you were with the horse all the way through that New Zealand uh, campaign, Jane, and we, we heard the replay of that race before. I, I would think, I know from my perspective, a great horse is, is made greater by the class of the opposition that he raced. And when you listen to the horses that chased him home in the Victoria Cup and in the in the uh, in the Inter Dominion, it was some of the the greatest horses of all time, let alone just that era. Yes, um, look, that field in the Inter Dominion final night that was incredible. Um, I think nearly every horse was a an out and out champion. You know, Grand Circuit horses. Um, it was an incredible field that he beat. You know, and uh, you know nowadays you don't seem. You know, you might have two or three really, really top horses, but um, to beat the field that he did, full of Grand Circuit horses, was just amazing. Were you confident going into New Zealand? Um, look, he he'd, um, he performed really well. He won the uh, Victoria Cup um, and then took him to New Zealand. And, he, yeah, pretty confident. Look, he, he got over there really in really good shape. And um, the first night he sat outside Chokem and beat him. 
Um, that was their star horse. And then uh, the second heat, we were a little bit worried because he got knocked down. Simbad Bay galloped and he got knocked down. He actually nearly hit the deck, so he finished near the tail of the field. And we had to run in the first three, I think it was, to, to make sure we got into the final. And I remember old Donny Collins, uh, Donny Collins and Johnny McLeish owned him and poor old Donny, he was in a fluster. He said, well, we're not going to make it. You know, we may as well go home and... And Macca, Johnny McLeish, said, no, don't worry, he's never let us down. You know, and, and of course, he came out in the third heat and sat outside their um, New Zealand Cup winner. He won it a few months earlier in BBC and sat outside him in pouring rain. It was torrential. And uh, he got the job done and, um, yeah, progressed into the final then. He was five-year-old. He was at the top of his game and he dominated. Uh, but when he came back from the spell, he had that first up run, ready for what you would probably think was another dominating season. And he was involved in a in an incident which really curtailed the rest of his career, Jane. Yes, look, um, it's terribly sad. Um, we had a he had a day paddock, and it was all rubber lined. The whole paddock was just rubber. You know, nearly impossible to get hurt. He had a, a electric wire which sat about six inches off the top, just to stop him chewing it or pushing, you know, pushing against the fence and. Um, we had a boy working for us who had his own horse in work here and it was a stallion and Paul didn't like it much. He took a dislike to it and uh, probably because it was another stallion on the property. And I always said to him, look, Jason, don't go near Paul when you come on the track. And we were just going for lunch and I just happened to look up and I think he just got a bit close to the, to the paddock and Paul ran over and threw his front leg and he must have just grabbed the wire and hooked it off, and then he's turned around and double-barrelled, and he's got a leg over, his back leg over the wire, and he's taken off because it sapped him. And I just I just saw it, and I just bolted down and jumped the fence, and I grabbed hold of him, and I was getting he was getting shocked, of course, and the electric wire was still alive. And I had hold of his head collar, and I was getting zapped too, and I'm screaming, turn the fence off, you know, and um, but the damage, look, it was already done. The wire wrapped around his hock, and he was lashing out, so... We eventually got that off him and got him back to the stables. And, um, yeah, look, it was just a mess. And um, he had, we called the vet straight away, he had 30 stitches. Um, and he had, you know, months in the box recovering. He actually um, cut a tendon, which he, when you put his foot down, he couldn't put his foot down, bring his foot forward and actually place it on the ground. He was actually dragging his foot. Um, so we had to have a special shoe made up and... He went on the walker and did rehab and eventually got his strength back in the foot to place it down properly. Um, but he was never the same horse after that. When you look back now, Jane, what did he actually mean to you when you think about Golden Rain? Oh, look, he was everything. I mean, we bought him at the sales and um, he just we had him, we broke him in, went through all his juvenile career. You know, you just get so attached to him. And, um, and when that happened, it just devastated us. You know, he did a mighty job probably really to win the Cranbourne Cup after that off 50 metres. But, you know, after that, he, he just wasn't the same horse because I think he, he lost a lot of drive out of his back leg, you know. So uh, it's a crying shame because he's a horse that probably could have gone on and won another couple of Inner Dominions. He was sort of um, Gamalite-like, wasn't he, with his toughness? But his speed, which he showed in the, the, the Inner Dominion there, I think that's what people forget, Jane, how fast he actually was. Yeah, look... um. You know, in the race, like everyone, they were, all the drivers were expecting Chris to take off and go round to the breeze, but uh, he sat back and he just let him loose up the back straight and he just went, oh, unbelievable speed down the back and rounded him up and, you know, had the audacity to keep going at the top of the straight because it's quite a long straight at Addington there and 
No, he was just he just never gave in. He was unbelievable horse. Never get one like him again, that's for sure. Oh, well, we're so glad you've been able to relive um, Harness Heroes with us today and no doubt something pretty special for you to go over. I dare say somewhere down the track we might do another one on a little mare called TaylorMade Lomba, so I hope you can join us at that stage. Maybe we'll give Noel a chance to come on. Say hello for us. No worries at all. Thank there you, we go. Man. There's Jane Davies, the co-trainer of the wonderful pace of Golden Rain. Now, Warrigal's not far.